Welcome to the Every Believer Witness podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping ordinary believers, ordinary followers of Jesus, just like you and me, start and or grow in sharing our faith. For the last two podcasts, we've been talking about one of the biggest obstacles to believers sharing their faith, and that is being afraid, fear. And so we've been teaching about how to defeat fear. Today, I want to cover the last two things that you and I can do to overcome our fear and witness. And remember, it's not learning how to not be afraid because fear is an emotion. We can't make a decision not to have an emotion, but we can make a decision to overcome our fear. So here's something, boy, does this help me. I believe it will you. Don't forget that you have good news. Don't forget that you have good news. Do you know that the word gospel literally means good news? And in the Bible, by the way, uh, the word can mean, I heard some good news about this, or here's some good news, you're going to have a child. But almost all the time, it's the good news about Jesus. And I'm telling you, isn't it good news that Jesus paid for our sins when he died on the cross and then rose again? It's good news. No one is so bad their sins can't be forgiven. And I'll tell you, I'm glad it's good news that no one can be so good that they can edge me out and they can get in and I can't. That all of us go by the way of the cross and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus has always been good news. Do you remember the night Jesus was born? Luke 2 records it this way. It says, And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Well, why not be afraid? I bring you... Now, that was my little parenthetical comments. I think you got that. Do not be afraid. Well, why not? I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Well, I wonder what this good news is. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. I'm telling you, Jesus has always been good news. I think I may have shared that I was a law enforcement chaplain for many years. And I was thinking about whenever I would go out and make a call on someone as a law enforcement chaplain, I'd go to their school, their work, their home. I always was the bearer of bad news. I never had good news when I was talking to them in my role as a police chaplain. But when I am talking to someone about Jesus, it's not bad news, it's good news. It's the best news they could ever hear. You can have forgiveness of sins. There's a God that loves you. You can live forever. If you experience fear and witnessing, remember this. Don't forget, you have good news. When you're witnessing, you're not trying to get someone to buy a used car. <coughs> no offense, a used car salesman. When you're witnessing, you're not trying to get someone to join a cult or do something that's not in their best interest. And hey, listen, listen, when you're witnessing, you're not trying to get people to join your church. You're trying to tell people 
the best possible news they could ever, ever hear. There's a God who pardons sins. My father died of lung cancer. That was the official cause of death on his death certificate. He had emphysema, lung cancer, died of lung cancer. And I would dare say everyone listening to this broadcast has had someone you care about who's died from cancer. I remember the last months of my father's life were very, very, very unpleasant. And sometimes it's more than many months for people. And so across America today, there's a tremendous search for a cure for cancer. And so you have uh, coaches coaching in, in uh, pink shoes and players wearing pink socks and pink outfits. And, you know, you've got all kind of uh, things that people are doing to raise money so we can help find a cure for cancer. And I hope, I pray we find a cure for cancer. That would be wonderful. Suppose you've got a friend today, and some of you, I'm sure you probably do, who's battling cancer. And just suppose God chose to whisper in your ear the cure for cancer. If he did, you might not even finish this podcast. You'd be rushing to your friend's home. You'd be rushing to the hospital. You'd be rushing to hospice and say, I've got some amazing news. You're not going to believe it. God's given me a cure for cancer. We would all do that. Now, listen carefully. This is not preacher talk. This is not spiritual hyperbole. This is the fact. Everyone you know has been born with spiritual cancer. We call it sin. The death rate, the mortality rate, 100%. But you know the cure. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. They don't have to die. Most of our people in our lives, most of the people in our lives, are really focused on their felt needs. They're thinking about, I need help coping with this. And they're not thinking about the biggest need they have, which is forgiveness of sins. Spending eternity with God rather than the lake of fire. And you can tell them about how to solve the biggest need they have in their life. Forgiveness of sins, eternity with the Lord Jesus. You're telling your friends something a whole lot better than if they won mega millions of Powerball. That'll be here and, it's be, and be gone. But you're telling them something for now and for all time. Hey, don't forget, you have good news when you're telling people about Jesus. And then lastly, finally, remember, it is an obedience issue. It is an obedience issue. One day, Jesus was walking down the road, and a crowd was following him, and it was a guy who wanted to see him, but he couldn't see through the crowd. So he ran ahead and he climbed up a sycamore tree. You remember that guy's name? Zacchaeus. And when Jesus passed under that tree, he stopped. He looked up and he said, Zacchaeus, come down. I'm going over to your house today. Jesus went over to Zacchaeus' house, and there were a bunch of tax collectors there. And boy, the religious hypocrites are all upset that Jesus is hanging around with these people. And in response to them, Jesus said this in Luke 19.10, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save what was lost. He said, these are the kind of people I came for. A little later in John chapter 20, Jesus 
gave these instructions to his disciples. Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. What did the Father send him to do? To seek and to save what was lost. You see, friends, when we get to the end of the discussion, the bottom line about witnessing, it's about obeying even when we are afraid. I never served in the military. I was 19 when I got married and uh, uh, had a draft number and never got called. I would have gone. But my father served in World War II. I had uncles who served in Korea. I've had friends in Vietnam and Afghanistan, Iraq, and others. Uh, and I've always had a great appreciation for our armed forces. Uh, I love watching World War Two documentaries especially. In fact, on my DVR right now, I've got the Battle of Okinawa and World War II in color. I was watching one documentary about World War II, and they were interviewing a very elderly man at the time who'd been on a landing craft who was going to make a beach landing. I don't remember where it was D-Day in Europe or one of the islands in the Pacific, but he was going to make a landing. And they were on this boat, and he's telling the reporter about being on the boat. He said, most of us on that boat were so scared we were throwing up. And yet, this boat gets to shore. The front of the boat goes down. These soldiers jump out in the water. They're not even sure how deep it is. There's going to be withering enemy gunfire, obstacles in the water. They're scared to death. Why do they do that? Because they've been trained to follow orders. You see, when you get down to the bottom line about sharing our faith, about witnessing for Jesus, it's about following orders. And because it's an obedience issue, witnessing can't wait until you feel like doing it. Witnessing can't wait until you feel led to do it. Witnessing can't wait until you have time to do it. Witnessing is an obedience issue. I was in the little town of Hop, Alabama, preaching and teaching every believer witness. It was a small town, and after I preached, I, I'd eaten at the two fast food places in town as I headed back to the hotel, and I saw a convenience store, and I stopped in. It has Subway in it. I walked in. There was one, part, one lady that was watching the gas pumps and one lady behind the Subway counter. I went up, and I got in line, and when I did, I placed an order for a salad, and before I got through, this guy came walking in. He was one of the biggest, meanest-looking guys I've ever seen. I'm going to say 6'4", 6'3", 250 pounds, a rough-looking guy. He had a shirt on, and on his shirt, it said, Blank you. I won't repeat the word. Blank you. We got game. And I'm standing there waiting on my salad. I'm looking over his shirt, and I'm thinking, Boy, I really would have witnessed this guy. I really would have witnessed this guy, but... I was, a, I was a little nervous, and so I didn't. And I went out, and I sat in my car, put my salad down, and I thought, wow, I really need to witness that guy. In fact, don't you teach about overcoming your fear, Dennis? Don't you talk about not letting fear stop you? Just making a decision to defeat your fear? I said, yes. So I got out of my car, went walking back in. I'm thinking, I can see the headlines now. Baptist evangelist murdered in South Alabama town. I walked in, and lo and behold, this guy had been joined by two more friends. 
One of them was big looking rough, but the other one was the largest human being I've ever personally seen in my life. He must have been 6'11", 7 feet, weighed 450, 500 pounds. He was a monster. And I saw them, and I just went over and bought a pot of crackers and went over and paid for it, and I started to leave. Then I thought, oh, Dennis, don't you teach about defeating fear? Yes. So I walked back in, and I walked up to the guy. They were still waiting on their order. I walked up to the blank you, we got game shirt guy, and I said, uh, has, has anyone ever told you how much Jesus loves you? He said, no. I said, uh, may I tell you? He said, sure. And I got to spend about five minutes with he and his two friends sharing the good news of Jesus. And the Lord Jesus, my Savior, is my witness. I was petrified, but I'd made a decision I'm not going to let fear stop me from telling folks about my Savior. And I want to encourage you, will you make a decision? I am not going to let fear stop me. I'm going to be an obedient, loving follower of Jesus and share Jesus every day, everywhere, every way that I can. Hey, if this broadcast has been a blessing to you today, a help and encouragement, will you share with your friends about the Every Believer Witness podcast? I hope that you will. Feel free to contact us at info at eba.org. Thank you. God bless.